Greetings, I'm H.J. Dunmore, and I'm here with Father Timothy Brown. You're listening to Finding God in All Things. These are conversations that explore the process of growing in relationship with the universal creator, the universal God. Here at Loyola University, Maryland, there exists a beautiful arboretum with diversities of trees and plant life. And when walking on campus, we observe the trees as illustrations that parallel our spiritual walk. Today, we're going to have a conversation about tree relationships and a reflection on them as gems for insight into our personal and spiritual life experience. Stand anywhere on the quad, maybe right outside uh, Maryland Hall or by the Humanities Building or Beattie or Jenkins, watching, watching the sunlight coming through trees, watching maybe particularly one particular tree that you want to adopt and walking a little further west towards the bridge and one of my favorite trees, the ginkgo. The ginkgo tree that kind of is found near Selinger Hall. And as you know, every one of those trees is labeled and named and has a personality. And along by Donley Science, those tulips, those tulip poplars, a very different personality and a real kind of inviting personality as well. Maybe the crepe myrtle near the chapel would invite you to take a minute to, to rest, to be, to enjoy, and just to, to find some solace. Knowing how the different trees operate, I mean, it's really important. The significant growth of the redwood tree, for example, it really stands out to me as an illustration of our growth process. Trees are like humans, and there are some that begin to extend more to receive the light. Receive the light, and basically light that that emanates from the sun, or light that emanates from the source, if we're looking at it from a spiritual perspective. Light that emanates from the source, which is the Creator God. And also at the same time you see with trees, there's some trees that require light. Some don't really require as much light. They more require the sustenance that comes from the roots that allows them to grow as well. Because of course there's the air, there's the sunlight, and there's the water, and all of them play a part as far as the sustenance. But there are some, as I said before, as far as with that light that they're able to really absorb from that. And it's like the people that I think of in the Bible, like for example, like with David, and I think about the Psalms and how a longing, longing connection to connect better with God, thirsting after God, more and more, more of you that I want in my life, basically being able to have more of an absorbing of God's spirit. And with that, there's an incredible growth. And there's some people that really, really have a heart for that. Then there are other folks that their heart for God or the, the operation and how they grow spiritually is more of an inward type of thing. And that's why I think about with trees, you know, you have the outward growth and then you also have the inward growth of trees. And then as far as the connection, you know, the outward growth, the inward growth, the light that we're able to absorb and then the way that we grow, I find again that similarity with the trees where the different leaves are identifiers of the way that that tree does indeed grow and indeed the fruit that comes from it. And again, like I said, looking at the trees as we all are creations of God, everything on the earth and the fullness thereof 
all are expressions of God's amazing artwork and creation. You know, and the thing is being able to see those things just really, it really amazes me. I like the um, image of a tree and relating it to our creator God and to always see God in the triune way, you know, as the Christian way of looking at God as creator, the son is created and the spirit is creativity. And you begin to look at nature as all that creativity within the tree itself and the way in which the spirit dwells and the wind and the breath and the reflection of the creator. And I love to think of things in threes, three points, three images. And you think of the creator as the giver and Christ is the gift and the spirit is giving. And then you begin to think of all those images of those who are givers in our own lives, our family members, our parents, our teachers, our friends, and to recognize them as gifts. And as that response, to want to give back in the way in which we teach Loyola the sense of being women, men, for, with others, reflecting giver, gift, giving. And that deeper reflection, from whom, by whom, within whom. As you mentioned, Jay, the uh, way in which the sun can dart in and out of uh, the trees and the branches and the leaves. Again, that reflection of God is brightness shining forth, literally fire. Or even a better image of the interaction of nature and the interaction of the sun with the earth and the ground and the seeds growing is sun, sunlight, and the spirit is sunburn. And all these other images of the way in which the God we pray to is a God whose mind made all this possible. And the mind of God imagining the word of God, the word becoming flesh and the way in which we embrace the word becoming flesh by our academic love of books and the spirit impelling us to read. So mind, book, read. So you have an idea, a creator God, the energy in which we participate in the power that propels us to seek more, to desire more, to learn more, to be more. What Ignatius in our Jesuit tradition calls the magis, that sense of wanting to excel, to be more creative, to be more exploratory. Or somebody once mentioned just that Jesuit itch to, to be innovative because of all that we are, all that's available to us in our, in our uh, campus culture. So that we're able to have a deeper understanding of each other as people, 
as culture in that understanding the sense of to stand under and then to look up to as a way to understand so i see the uh meandering the ambling the strolling on the quad is a real contemplative approach to taking time to really pay attention to our deeper thoughts, our deeper desires, our deeper wonders. Definitely. And, you know, when you, you're talking about that, as far as the, the ability to walk around and begin to reflect and begin to see those different things, you know, it's there's so many different ways that I've, as I'm going across campus, sometimes I'll walk along the end is parallel and I'll see the different trees there. And, you know, those are more the trees that are much taller and such like that. And like you said, your favorite one, the, the, um, the ginkgo tree over there by Selinger and the different tree personalities and basically the way that they grow. When thinking about tree growth, obviously it's a vertical growth, but the branches and those different things, they remind me of pathways and just different ways as far as the tree, as it grows. I mean, obviously there are pine trees that, that grow, but then there's also those horizontal extensions from them. And as far as the different trees, it's like when you look at the trees, it's like you kind of see the tree deciding a pathway. If you begin to see that path of kind of decisions, because I mean, the tree, it's purpose to grow, but as far as with leaves, you'll see some branches that begin to produce that fruit. And then obviously with some of them, they require pruning so that the growth can, can continue forth. So it's like, you can see the evolution of the tree, like I said, through that, I guess you call it the geological dating, but also at the same time, there's a pathway that exists within that tree of what they've decided to do and beginning to just kind of see that whole process of decision-making because obviously there is a process of its growth, but also then there is fruit that is produced, some that produces other fruit, like what you mentioned as far as um, when some trees, when the, when the leaves and such, they fall that next season, you'll see new trees that begin to prop up. You know, and that, that whole thing of the trees as far as just the, you know, the, the visual outward extensions, being able to kind of see that decision or just that process of that growth. There's also within trees, there's that ability when you begin to dissect and look at it, you see the leaves and inside of the leaves, you can see that whole process of, you know, it's, it's, as growth, you see the veins within it, just as we have life flowing through us, the same as you have with the trees as well. But it's like, there's so much that you can see as far as, as it's growth from the veins and the inside of the leaves to the extension of the branches and such like that. It's just a, like its own internal pathway and what it decides. You know, and that's just something where from that root of that beginning part of the foundation and it's beginning to extend upward and outward, I just find it to be something else, you know, just really an amazing thing as we begin to look at it. And it's kind of that starting point and then how it begins to extend out. I think of uh, Ignatius and the spiritual exercises in the very foundation of his spirituality, the first principle and foundation, the goal of our life is very simple, to live with God forever, the God who loves us and gives us life and the way in which the landscape, both the exterior landscape around us here and more importantly, our interior landscape gives us the opportunity to respond to that love, to that light, to that, to that nourishment. And when that happens, we, as we see here at Loyola, we, we recognize everything as a gift, as everything, as an opportunity to to expand and to broaden our, our gifts and to make a return of love more readily. So there's a real connection between that interior landscape 
in the landscape that we just so uh, enjoy here on our campus. I totally agree. I encourage everyone that is listening, as Father Brown said, to take a few moments out of your day, ideally five minutes or even possibly more, to decrease from all the things of the world, those things that are outside of you. This allows you to apply even greater focus on the things of the world that exist within you. As we bring this conversation to a close, we thank you for listening and encourage you as you continue in growth, walking this path of purpose. Until next time.